0: Help me understand why did you show up drunk? That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: everyone and pull up a seat at the table it's lunchtime in rome tonight's episode 223 is entitled a better way what if there is a better way to tell someone that they have hurt you what if you could start your own healing process when you've been hurt by a loved one what if there was something out there that you haven't even considered that could help all of your relationships there is a better way and you haven't heard of it So pull up a seat at the table and join us. First time listeners can subscribe on your favorite podcast app or watch us live or later at youtube.com forward slash lunchtime in Rome visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com. And while there, please do take our relational needs questionnaire. It's super important. Make sure to follow us on all social media and please do give us a five-star review. That is very,
0: very important to us. Jay, what specifically is this podcast about? Being alone is the worst. Good times aren't as good and bad times are worse when you're all alone. Romans 12, 15 says to rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is how you keep people from being alone. And what this podcast is all about. We demonstrate that in the first 15 minutes or so of the podcast and we talk about it for the rest So while it may not be 1215 in Rome We're treating it like it is Lunchtime, Lunchtime in Rome. Rome We're back
2: We're back We're back. Happy uh, belated Thanksgiving everybody uh, We would like to start off with uh, Thanking a couple people Who have joined us At the head of the table Thanks to Mary Lynn and Ashley uh, That means they're paid subscribers At yeah. lunchtimeinrome.com Ding we'll, ding we'll ding be- ding yeah, we'll be talking more about that. We, and we have been talking about it, but um, as we enter sort of into that realm, we're thankful for our two heads of the table. And we are also very thankful for Jughead, a.k.a.
3: Patton. Jughead. I was trying to figure out how to that. I love that. that. Jughead. That's spelling his, that's his, that's oh, his, uh, that's Pat. That's uh, Pat. Yeah, oh, Patton. Um, he's <laughs> in our top 10% uh, listenership. According to? Spotify. listening with over 1,310 minutes at the table. Uh, so, and he also asks, invites other people to the table as well, which is very exciting. And we thank him for that very much. It's, uh, I'm very thankful for him. Yeah.
0: And what we want you all to do is to, if you're a Spotify listener, if you sit at the table through Spotify, whatever, check your rapt and send it to us, send us how many minutes you have. And here's what we're going to do. I, we're going to have our very first ever lunchtime in Rome giveaway. Oh. oh. <laughs>
3: I have right here Chris a 30.
0: 30- no, uh. They get Chris for one weekend.
4: <laughs> I can
0: try. <laughs> We're offering free Chris Nuzzle time. <laughs> He's got a good beard going on right now. He does. It's wintering. I uh, like the nuzzle. Uh, uh, uh. Either that or this $30 Panera gift card. All so right. for each person in the next week who sends us your Spotify rap, we will throw your name in. And then live next week, we will pull it out and we will send you this $30 Panera gift card that is a sacrifice because a very good loved one gave it to me. I have no idea when or who or <laughs> it's where. It's still valid. Or, <laughs> no, it's still, it's still got <laughs> okay. the receipt on the back. <laughs> right, so right, there right. you go. Very well, that's, that's
1: exciting because I got my Spotify wrap today and I'm on that. So I'll send mine in. I really hope I win this. You're in.
4: <laughs>
0: you got a one in two chance right now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> But it's it awesome. good to be back at the table. Yeah. Um, I had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, the one thing I wanted each of us to share was our, our at least our favorite food over the the time because we did a very food heavy episode two weeks ago with Mary Lynn. Mm. And uh, for me, the best food was the cauliflower gratin mm. I made. Yeah, oh, all right. Which I got the cauliflower it was orange cauliflower, which mm. upset Rachel
3: greatly because cauliflower is be not orange. orange not, yeah. not orange. But it was it, it's even unnatural. <laughs> even orange cauliflower should be white. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think you have I think I've tasted that before. I think no.
3: Never, never made it before. You never made it before. Oh, huh.
0: I blanched the cauliflower just to get it a little bit cooked, added. I made a mushroom cream sauce with and then I put some bacon in there as well. So you pour the cream sauce oh, all over it.
3: That sounds good. And
0: then I covered it with it's supposed to be like Ritz crackers, but I wanted to keep it gluten-free. Yeah. It was gonna go with chopped uh, pork rinds,
3: Yeah, oh. but I
0: didn't because I also made a pork rind dressing slash stuffing, which was much better than you would expect. But I used just potato chips, and okay. they were like salt, vinegar, and garlic potato chips or something. Wow. I have no idea. But I also added uh, shredded Gouda and uh, I almost said Jägermeister, <laughs> Charlesburg cheese, and it bubbles over and it, I seriously said, it, it might have been amazing. the best thing I've ever made.
3: Yeah. That's excellent. In that's, my life. I oh, would love for you to make that example. Because I want to try
0: it. Well, you're gonna have to wait until next summer when uh the farmer's market sells orange cauliflower. Orange cauliflower. <laughs> but and as far as like great family moments, certainly having everybody over to our house, emptying our living room for the t- for the table, uh, then having a dance party afterwards, so much fun. But I had a quiet moment, two of them with Joe Sunday. He no, this was Saturday. He pushed the freezer door closed, like it was just a little bit open and he noticed it. And I said, look at you, son, just looking for the little things. I said, you're going up, up, up in my eyes. I said, you are almost my second favorite child. <laughs> oh.
4: <laughs> and then, oh. and
0: we, what's so great about it is we both laughed hysterically. Yeah. And then when we told Rachel about it, she looked at him and she goes, Oh, Jojo, you'll always be my tallest.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then the next day I had been for about. Six weeks asking my entire family, where was my cell phone tripod so that I can track how I throw and I disc golf and I oh, yeah. want to do it for putting. Mm-hmm. Texting everybody. Nobody knows where it is. Well, I walk in after church on Sunday. Well, there it is. Right in the living room. Mm-hmm. I said to Rachel, where was it? She goes, in Joe's car. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I went up to Joe. I said, Joe, I said, thank you so much. I really appreciate you finding my tripod and bella looked at me all confused i said bella it's how i parent i said when they do something good i knock them down a peg when he does something (laughs) wrong i lift them up (laughs) (laughs) gotta keep you guys on edge (laughs) she just shook her head and walked away that's good terrible parenting but it's fun that's great wonder what he needed the tripod for wow how dare you what
3: (laughs) (laughs) um
4: It's just
2: my thing.
3: It's just my thing. (laughs) Uh, Stuffing, Amy, stuffing was is you know I I already talked about it last week. It was Amy delivered. It's the best. I could eat a whole plateful of it, and I did um, more than once. Um, And that brings me my segue to I am eating clean now. Boy, my body was just my body was just like no, like we're not we're done. And even on Sunday when I was drumming, my arm hurt so bad, Mm. and I was like, I know it's because it's so... From, like, inflammation? Yeah, Yeah. like, and because I... You have full-blown rheumatoid arthritis (laughs) in four days. And I bet you, I I might have some arthritis, I don't know, but, like, I know I definitely have the um, carpal tunnel going on in my hand, and inflammation is not going to help that. Um, So I'm eating clean. You've done it before, you'll do it again. Right, but I'm also... I started going back to the gym this week. Yes, sir. Um, Because it's been... You know, I got sick at the end of August, and then I finally kicked the the bronchitis and all that. I was going to ask you, oh. you feel
1: like you're completely over that?
3: Two months later. I, I yeah. feel like I'm like long, 90, the, 98. The, the long COVID's like, gone? I feel like 98%. I was like, like an RSV or the new mm. Chinese flu. Oh, yeah. Um, China. Because I'm still coughing a little bit, but it's not like yeah. if I'm walking up a hill, I'm not like hacking up along that mm-hmm. like I was.
1: Gosh, that was since August.
3: <coughs> so... Yep. I'm Not at the gym.
1: How can I plug it
3: I don't, I, I don't know if I've talked about this on air, but there's a guy. His name's Kevin. Shout out to Kevin at the gym. What's up, Kevin? He lives there. Um <laughs> and I made that joke to him. I was like, dude, you I'm like, I'm like, you live here. I was like, I know you have a bed in the back. Sometimes you go to use a weight, and it's actually Kevin. <laughs> he <laughs> yeah. just transforms He shapeshift. Uh, <laughs> shape uh, face peeler. Yeah. But he, you know, he was I'm one of in. the guys that, all you all know, on. we were always like fist bump. We just got to know each other a little bit. And, what you kind know, of shape's the guy in? Dude, he's he's gotta be um so he, he's black and he's gotta be that shape no no in his 60s he's gotta be in his 60s but like he doesn't look a day over 40 yeah like so you he, get a fist bump
0: from him you're feeling pretty good
3: yeah so and and he made the compliment you know when i was going consistently before that he was like hey man i can start to see you shape and I was like, all right. I was like, that feels good because Kevin's saying something. And, uh, and, and it's just who he is. Like, he's the workout guy. And he, he's, it just made me feel good that he said that. So I come back to the gym and he goes, he goes hey, tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I looked over. I was like, oh, I was like, Kevin. And he's like, hey, he like, where have you been? And I told him the whole story. I was like, dude, I got sick and then I got bronchitis. Anything I did, like with exertion, I would just be coughing up a lung. And he was just so kind and like, just so nice. Um, and the reason why I point out that he was black, I just want to, I just want to clarify here because I was going to say black don't crack and it doesn't. It doesn't. And like, I the, like it's crazy. He just looks so good. He's a beautiful black man. He's, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know <laughs> Ryan's over here, like, you know, being all nervous, but he's great, And um, but he uh, I told him the the, the whole story, and he was just glad to see me. He was glad I was back, and it was awesome. It was just a great moment. I love when God puts people (laughs) like that in our lives. Yeah, it was awesome. That's very cool that he is
1: holding you accountable in a way that like you don't think he's holding you accountable, but he recognizes you, he sees you. Yeah, you know, but it's and not that you haven't been around, the, yeah, right? That, that you're to and see he's, you earned, again. he's
3: earned the right to go to say, Hey, tiny, yeah, <laughs> right. he's, like, he's like, I see your new shit. Yeah. I like the other one yeah. better. Yeah, so. yeah, so he's 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 definitely the man.
1: That's great. Uh, so I got back from New York, I've been away several times to New York. Oh, I like your sweatshirt, yeah, yeah, uh, Apple Ice. Oh, yeah, um. And it, it was, was it was nice last week to I I just kind of stepped away from everything mm-hmm. you know. It's good to not be in New York. It was good to not be in New York because uh, it's been three times in the past month and a half, two months, uh, and it just kind of wears on you, um, especially what I'm into. It's, it's really it's really worn me down in a way that I don't think anything else has this way in my life. That's saying and something. I, it is saying you something. You have been yeah. worn down. Lex and I were talking a little bit about this tonight. You know, There's I, there's definitely some epics, epochs in my life, <laughs> and the, they all have worn me in different ways. This one's very unique. Uh, but I'm also, I had a moment today where I was sitting in my office, and just the way the sun was setting, I just felt this peace come over me, and it mm. was just like I heard this voice say... It's going to be okay. Mm. Just like one of those moments where everything, like, for a moment was harmon- harmonious and everything's going to be okay. I don't want to talk that. about that anymore. Um, I want to talk about Thanksgiving because, I, I, like I said, I stepped away. It was very nice. Um, and it's the starting line for Christmas. It's the starting line for Christmas. And, I, I like, it's taken me some time to get into the spirit. Like, mm-hmm. Halloween phew, got, like just Dude, flew past. It was crazy. It um, crazy. You know, and so, like, I had to start listening. I'm Mr. Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. I had to start listening to Christmas music to get me in the spirit for Christmas because I just wasn't there. Ooh. But I'm getting there. Wow. Um, that's, that's an, an intervention. intervention. Yeah. Lex, Lex and I had a a, a nice weekend. Um, Thanksgiving morning was great. Like, Thanksgiving's become one of my favorite holidays, one of my favorite times of the year. We sat, we, we, you know, I got. I was up early. I came down and I just had coffee by myself. It was just, the house was quiet. Then, then I started watching the parade. Lex came mm-hmm. down and joined me watching the parade. Then we watched the dog show. Then we went to my sister's and had that. And it was just a really nice day. And it was like... It was, it was almost all the good feels of Christmas Day without all the busyness of Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. We were able to do it in a little bit of a different way, you know. Um, so, you know, and, and nothing crazy food-wise. food, food wise. It just was, you know, pretty – it was all good, but it was just pretty, you know, common Thanksgiving fare. Um, but it was – I had a really nice Thanksgiving, just really was able to step away for a couple of days. Um, Friday morning, though, I went out to open up the chickens, and one popped out. The other one didn't pop out. No, I hadn't seen. I hadn't no. seen the other one. Like when I came to think of it, I was like, "Where's the other one? I haven't seen it pop out." Open the back of the thing, and there was a dead chicken, and it looked like it had been dead for a day or two, and it had oh, already started to decompose. It's hard
0: to cook it at that point. You yeah, can do it. Yeah, but-
1: it, it, it 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 was a little tough. Um, so no. lost the chicken, uh, and Abby was pretty shaken up about it. Um, oh, poor girl. Yeah. Mm. But uh, it, but and it was it, it was weird because unlike the other chicken that we saw, it, like it we it was obviously in distress. Like this one, it just it was there and then it wasn't. You know, hmm. um, and I thought about the other chicken who had to spend a couple nights
3: oh, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, that's so sleeping sweet. sleeping next that's to her a, dead sister, her dead oh, twin sister. Man. That's a tough night.
1: And <sighs> I think she pecked her eyes out. Like
2: yeah.
1: the chicken had no eyes.
2: They could. <clears throat> That might be the first thing to go though I don't know I don't know I don't want
1: to talk about too much It was just Can can I ask
2: Is this insensitive But now that you're down to one Mm -hmm. Are you guys intending to Repopulate the No. uh, No Okay
1: no, I think this one's good. I think the 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 remaining one, it's healthy and sturdy right now. But I, I don't know what's the lifespan of a chicken five to eight years on like so in a good place. Yeah, I think we're th- well. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> our chickens had our chickens had it pretty good. Um, yeah, they did. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like scared the crap out of them every day. But yeah, correct. they were good. <laughs> had a good life. A good life. But the the remaining one, you know, there's there's not another chicken to keep it warm now. So like. Oh, I woke know. up this way. I mean it got cold last night. It was like 18 degrees here. Um and I woke up this morning and like you know how you're still in that weird sleeping state. I just I had this picture of going out and the chicken was just fro like a frozen solid. Yeah. Uh Jack turkey Jack like like a turkey and, uh, you pull out of the you know. Yeah, right, like <laughs> in The Shining. Um it, but it you know it was fine this morning, but it's I don't know out of spite. Well, yeah, we'll see. It's <laughs> like, it's got another six years in it. Um wow. So, yeah. Sorry. That's where I'm at. Hmm.
2: Well, I, I'm gonna continue on the bird trend because favorite. Okay, so bucking the trend, we said I think last year the turkey's nobody's favorite. This year, oh wow, my turkey was th- my favorite food hmm. on my plate. Look at you. Yeah, I, it it came out really, it, it 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 tasted delicious. Let me just say that. Where'd you get it? Um, it was a butterball. Okay, from that's good enough. Aldi
0: wasn't like an organic. You got it at a farm. No. pounds Turkey Farm. Right. No. Yeah. And it
2: was smaller. I usually, I, I always cook the smallest I can find because it's always just the four of us for Thanksgiving. Uh, but usually I get about 12 pounds. This time I bought a little earlier and I found a 10 pound. Don't know if that made any difference as far as the brining.
3: Well, I think it's a cook time thing.
2: Yeah. Well, certainly. Oh, well, okay. Here we go then.
0: Medium rare.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> you guys, Jay probably you were telling me don't trust the pop-up
4: thermometers. Oh yeah, thermometers. don't trust the pop-up. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. So I totally just went with my nice. electronic thermometer and yes. stopped it right at 165 you or even stop a little at 160, before. sure. Yeah, maybe one yeah, whatever it was. And delicious. And I tried a new Brian this year that the, the big difference in it was it included apple cider. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that helped, you know, in as far as the taste, but man, did it taste just like now? Had it popped? It did not have one. Oh, yeah, hmm. Hmm. yeah. So
0: I also found this year for whatever reason I had a butterball that I did um, regular, you know, and then I was going to smoke the other regular. one. Doesn't matter, but Algraten. Um, it gratin. was they were really incredibly juicy. Now yeah. they were both done by like three thirty. We eat at six, so I was like, well, now we have to uh, we have to fix some things here, but. Um, yes, yeah. maybe Butterball had a good year.
2: Yeah, I don't and know. And maybe
0: you're just that good of a cook.
2: <sighs> it was excellent. Hey, it, before we oh, go ahead. Well, I just wanted to share the one the family thing. I hope so. And it was so we always it's become our new tradition, go down to Okra for a heard. few days. Yeah, right. And um it's been just the four of us. And so that time is is precious, right? Who knows how much time we have left. Ben's growing up. You and what? um, but it was just the four of us, and that was really awesome. So no specific story about that. However, we have become friends with a few people down there. And um, one couple in particular, we, we always visit. Wow. Whether it's in the summer or at, at Thanksgiving, we've been just. We,
0: so they live there year round?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, her family is long, like hundreds of years there. Like one of those. They were pirates. Yeah, they were. Wow. Yar. Does yeah. she have a black beard? Uh, she might what have is it. With it you in black? She shaves. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. So uh, her <coughs> dad is a uh, local historian, book writer, storyteller, all that Crazy. sort of thing, right? Mm. And so uh, we were over at their house having dinner, and who shows up but her dad. We hadn't met him mm. before, and he was like, oh, Chris and Amy, uh, do I know you? And we're like, well, not formally, but I was like, we're big fans. because I've, <laughs> I've read a couple of his books and just, you know, obviously heard his – because, he you know, like they have little – Events down there that he's doing storytelling and and whatnot, and um he always he's he at least years past would lead the square dance on the fourth of oh, July. So, so pretty, I, he's so a we've pretty seen, big I've fish. Seen You've seen him, yeah, I guess. He's yeah. a local
1: legend. Pretty big fish in a pretty small pond, is right. What you're saying. Yes, yeah.
2: absolutely. Yeah. And so cool, it was though. a real pleasure really to get cool. to talk to him for a while, and of course he told a couple stories at the table, not like stories he would tell otherwise, just stories of like what's happening in his life. But yeah. I got to hear his voice doing that. And like, it was just a really cool experience with, mm. with not family, but like newfound friends. And that's awesome. You know.
1: imagine the people that listen to this podcast that meet us, that's the exact same thing. It's exactly <laughs> the same.
2: Way
0: I, <laughs> I love just thinking about Amy smiling from ear to ear, mm-hmm. listening to him talk mm-hmm. and Ben's nervous energy. Oh, he wasn't there.
2: No, it was just Amy and I. Yeah. It was like a little date night kind of thing. Oh, wow. Well, I like it less
0: so, but differently. <laughs> uh, before we move further on, I shared two weeks ago my, my new health, uh, holistic health thing, which was, uh, putting down a quarter, no, half. Quarter or half teaspoon of thyme, dried thyme, oh, yeah, to that's get the thing. oxidation and all the benefits Everything? of that. Eh. I mean, I I have done it every day. <laughs> I've probably done it since then, out of the fourteen days, eight days. Wait, a half a teaspoon of thyme, dried
4: thyme. Okay. Right in your
0: mouth, mm-hmm. chew it up, swallow it up.
1: Oh, that's so like, so like
0: like yeah. I take turmeric every morning, right? Except it's not
4: it's, ground it's up. It's
1: time, but,
0: right? Yeah. So here's my new one that I I tried couldn't do, but now I do, comma do, which is uh, frozen liver. Mm. Because from the cow we all have, at least I got you got, it. and there's zero there's zero food on this earth more nutrient and mineral yeah. rich than liver, and I haven't even tried to cook it yet.
2: Why does it have to be so gross then? If it's so good for you,
0: I don't know because it's the filter of the because body. body. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyhow, but it's and it has like so much copper in it, which is an unknown nutrient that people don't realize you Uh, need and everything else. hmm. So I cut into small and somebody said like, if you just do like X amount a day, that's more than enough because you're not getting it anyhow. So I cut it in this little cube frozen, put it in my mouth and I was like, Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) And immediately it tasted like a, a, a pole. Like a metal pole. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, then it,
3: dude, it's total metallic. And then it felt, and I was like, dog. Now it's dog. I
0: don't know why, but it tastes <laughs> like dog. And I spit it out, and so it's all this, like, blood. Because I mean, it's starting, it's raw, but it's frozen. <laughs> no, dude. And Rachel and I are, I mean, I was the closest I've ever come to throwing up from a food item in yeah. my life. And I'm like, I got to do it. I got to try to do it. And you're not supposed to cook it. You yeah. can, but I didn't. Because it's already frozen, and you can eat it frozen.
2: Wait, when people have liver and onions, for example, they it's don't cooked. cook it? No, oh, that's okay. cooked. Yeah. I'm, I,
3: right. That's why I'm saying, like, is there a benefit, a health oh, benefit of eating it raw? Okay. Probably.
0: So, but then, <laughs> so then thanks, and, I, and then I finally got, like, one piece down, whatever. So Thanksgiving night, everything's just about done. We're all hanging out, dance party in the living room. <laughs> Who
4: wants
3: to throw up? Well,
0: Well, <laughs> who's having a good old time? But Mike P. Oh, oh, boy. So I'm telling the story. <laughs> and I was like, Mike P., you going to do one? He's like, I'll do one. And so I cut a real small piece for me and for him.
3: That's classic Mike P. Oh,
0: Mike P. shoves it down, turns to his brother. it goes, I'm raw guy now, and gives him the finger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a raw guy. I'm raw guy now. Oh That's my great.
3: gosh. But I had two little cubes before I came over. So nice. I'm feeling pretty mineral rich. You can yeah. keep those to yourself. Mm-hmm. They're all, all yours, The buddy. key is water. You got to go water, well, cube, water. Mm. Anytime we get a cow, those are all yours. That's going to be a while.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm tempted. I, I'm gonna start doing some of your home remedies and stuff. Oh, I just want to feel good, Jay. The
0: time is just effervescent. It's just in your mouth, and you're just like, "Well, a lot of time going on right now." And it's and the worst part is spitting out the thistle afterwards. You know, little stems. You're like, a <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah, exactly." But if that offends you, wait, are you eating the time? Like you're e- yes, like yeah, eating crunch, the whole crunch, crunch, full crunch, of time. Crunch, 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 swallow. Okay, you can probably tag that as well if you want. <laughs> and I mean, so he says you can put like a teaspoon in water and steep it and everything else and the guy in the video is just like but
2: i just i put it in and i set it down drink it like an herbal tea
0: and if that offends you i would hope you would let me know and very often uh when people say that something has bothered them what they do is they say hey that bothered me but before we even get to that The solution is to seek understanding and not forgiveness. We've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. So that if I say that, if you say, hey, Jay, that bothered me when you said that. Mm -hmm. It's my job is to seek to understand how it bothered you. Mm -hmm. Right. And that is what almost nobody does. Mm -hmm. And we've had podcasts about that. We could probably look it up and tell you what number it is. They were somewhat recent, some of them yes, too. But to seek understanding rather than forgiveness. If I just go, oh, I'm sorry, will you forgive me? Have we accomplished anything? No. No. Is it an easy thing to do? No. (laughs) To sit there and just go, okay, hmm, what I did. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I can see how that took away from your need for security because I'm talking about raw meat. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty gross. and. Oh, you know, your need for comfort because that makes you really uncomfortable. A little, you know, peace. Oh, sure, okay, yeah, I can see that, and I'm really sorry. Oh, okay, now, they're, now we're better. Mm-hmm. What hit me recently, and I've been teaching this, I learned this in 2008, this whole emotional need stuff. I've been teaching it aggressively for since, what, 2010? 2009? Probably. You are one of the first people that I taught. Mm-hmm. I don't know when that was. But the importance, instead, not instead, in addition, above that, to seek understanding when you are uh, not confessing, but letting somebody know that they they have hurt you. Mm-hmm. So to seek to understand them, the offender, rather than bef- before, not in it, not in. So pro-
1: instead of you're being proactive, you're hurt, and you're proactively going after not going after, but looking for ways to connect with the person that offended you to make them, give them like
0: a softball, like, Hey, you hurt me. Right. Because typically when we do this, you just say, Hey, that hurt me. Mm-hmm. Well, there's this bothered me. I mean, it, you know, in in the real world, meaning not at the table, you know, what do people say? Like, Hey, that pissed me off. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: If, if we're being nice, we say, well, that really hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. We talked about emotions versus feelings Mm -hmm. you know that made me angry is uh, connecting it at least to a feeling Mm
4: -hmm.
0: connected to an emotion is saying hey when you did this you know that took away my need for security or respect or whatever else
2: well like like you had started to say before um in the past in episodes when we've talked about this it's been from the opposite perspective right i mean that's what we're doing like you we've always said okay if you are the person who hurt someone. Seek understanding, not forgiveness. But no, not, if, yeah, if you're the one that hurt yeah, someone, but now we're spinning it, is what you're saying. Well, I'm suggesting
0: it. Let's do it. Um, yeah, and if we just look at the typical way we do it, there's no grace given to the offender. Hey, Brian, that really made me angry when you did that. Mm-hmm. Well, am I considering Brian at all? No. It,
1: <laughs> that's tough, though. You're, it is. You're hurt because you're hurt. Yeah. And how are you? Like, you're supposed to consider the person that hurts you. Uh, uh, and I, this is where you're going. I get it, but man, that's a tough. That's tough to do. That's a that that's a lot of self awareness,
0: and a lot of uh a lot of humility. Well, and like everything we teach here, a it's not natural, right? Very. It's much not anything you've done, mm-hmm. and it's not easy, right? But it is productive, and so. If you think about it, if I say, Eric, it really bothered me when you did this. Well, not only am I not considering you, I'm assuming the worst, in a way, I'm assuming the worst out of you Mm -hmm. because you must have not cared that it hurt my, you know, it's it's almost aggressive. Mm -hmm. And then the reality, by the way, this is all still better than saying nothing. Right. That more often than not, it's not a big deal. It's not, it's not a problem. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Shove
2: it under the rug. I've yeah. had
0: people say to me, today at lunch, you had a great lunch with somebody. And like, you know, we got past that, talking about them and an issue they mm-hmm. had. And I was like, oh, no, no. they yeah. didn't. Not at right. all. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you you, time has passed. Right, yeah. But you guys didn't
3: get and that, that is, and I, Yeah, and that's a big one that people bring up. Like, oh, time, time heals. Time heals all wounds. And yeah. it's, no, it doesn't. Not and at all. I, it can, I think it can help. But like it doesn't,
2: it can avoid bad.
3: I don't know if it helps. It It help.
2: It can help until it bubbles up again. What what I'm saying is, I think right.
3: I like, and you can you can define help in the. But but my point is, it doesn't heal, but it does do something. But yeah, it's not anything of substance. So
0: not only is it a little bit selfish. Not only is it allowing for the other person. You know, that it's assuming the worst out of the other person, but it sets the other person up for facts, logic, and reason.
2: Mm. Hey, because they have to defend themselves.
0: Eric, when you said this, it hurt my feelings. Well, here's what I meant by it. Here's why I said it. Right. Here's the reason why.
3: Yeah, you get defensive. Yeah. So it
0: doesn't set them up to seek understanding. Right. Right. And. Then what happens is I go, "No, no, 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 but you understand this is how it made me feel." And you go, "But I didn't mean to make you feel that way." And so it it by definition it sets up an adversarial relationship. You hurt me. So you as the
1: offended one have the opportunity to frame a proper hurt apology and joining you you as the offender have the opportunity to set the table for both of you You offended Offended. yes that's what i mean you have the opportunity to set the table for a genuine healing yes because you're not coming in an aggressive fashion you're coming in a in a fashion like we've we've heard hey don't bring problems to your boss bring the solution to the problem that you're having like those are great employees this is a similar thing like You've offended me, you've hurt me. I'm going to open the door and set the table for us to heal so yeah. that you're not feeling like you're being punched in the face for right something that you don't maybe <laughs> you don't even maybe know that you did right
0: exactly, yeah, right. But I love your work analogy because it's it's like saying walking to your boss's office and saying, "I'm working too many hours." Mm-hmm. that's bringing the problem. Mm-hmm. Now is it true? Sure. But if you say, and this isn't exactly the same, but if you walk into your boss and say, hey, I've been working too many hours, what if mm-hmm. we restructured things and did them this way? Right. Mm-hmm. I guess a more appropriate analogy would be if you walked into your boss and you said, I'm working a lot of hours. Why do you have me working so <laughs> Help me understand. Why am I working 100 hours a week? Yeah. Which would still be a better
1: way to do it. It is. And again, I think what you're pointing out here is it's it's a proactive way to make it easy for everybody involved to to find
0: a a peace. Mm-hmm. And and to seek understanding on both ends. And th- again, to find harmony in a relationship. And again, this isn't necessarily going to work at work per se, but this is with a trusted loved one where you're like, we talk about you've already earned it being open and honest and vulnerable, mutual giving
4: mm-hmm.
0: and um, no, Christ at the center. But I mean, it, it's got to be this base level of trust between the two, right? You know, and so I am talking your spouse, your children, yeah, your family, your extended family, yeah. people that you see all the time.
1: This might not work at a Steeler game with a stranger that, like, <laughs> help me understand why you threw up on my shoes, <laughs> right? right. You're, you're on the airplane and the person behind you is kicking the seat. Maybe this doesn't work with
0: that person, or they're singing their Grammy nominated song and everybody's telling you to be quiet. I'm the only one that's seen that clip. I don't know what that is, but. It's okay. Okay. But,
1: yeah, so, but to point out, yes, this this will probably
0: work great with certain relationships and may not work with others. Sure. And again, not only is it set up the solution to the problem, does it, you know, healing in the relationship, but it also avoids the adversarial back and forth Mm -hmm. and equips the other person to seek understanding rather than give facts,
3: logic, and reason, or to be selfish, or to be... Whatever else. Well, and if the offended is so equipped this way, they should be able to identify the improper way of of somebody responding to it. So that they can even more so, like... Guide them through a proper response. response. Right. Because, like, let's say you give facts, logic, and reason, and it's like, okay... While that metal may be true... Right. (laughs) it still hurts and we need to like have reconciliation here, Mm -hmm. you know? And maybe that's another podcast for like, how do
0: we better guide somebody who doesn't sit at the table, who isn't aware of all of this and almost role play it out. Like how to, how to walk somebody through, because this is all about bringing people along so that they get better at this. Mm
1: -hmm. I was just thinking training wheels. Like, you know, how do you, how do you, give somebody that has never even ridden this bike some training wheels so that everybody benefits.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we'll even do that for the offended tonight. And we're going to go through a step-by-step process of what does that look like? So you've been hurt whatever way, however, by the way somebody said somebody did whatever it is you want to just like any other time you want to express the hurt and attach the emotional need that was not met or taken from you. Mm hmm. And so, hey, I just want to let you know, Joe Blow, that when you said this, when you did this, it really took away my need for security by blank mm-hmm. or this or that or the other. Right. So, then a really important step is you say, look, I yes. know that you love me. You know, get ahead of it. You maybe even start with this. I, I, maybe yeah. we flip-flop these yeah. two. Hey, I want you to know I love you very much and I know that it's never been your intention to hurt me.
1: However, this is such an important thing. And, and yes, this is part of this process, but overall reminding people of who they are. Mm -hmm. If you want to see somebody flourish, remind them of who they are Mm -hmm. because we, we all get lost in the weeds of our own lives, right? When you have a trusted loved one or somebody that you respect come to you and say, however they decide to do it, when they remind you of who you are, man, does that just Mm -hmm. make you confident and grow and you know maybe snap you out of something that Mm -hmm. you've been deep into so i
2: love that this is part of this it's huge and like as a person who has a history of reacting defensively to things um and i'm and as as you're going through this jay i'm like trying to listen to it from a the perspective of that of like well okay but but they did something to me and i'm the offended so how am i gonna be the open mind like you know because i I'm so used to reacting from an angry defensive standpoint. But when you said that phrase, you know, I know, I know who you are. I know you love me. You, didn't, you don't want to hurt me intentionally. If Amy or whoever in that conversation was saying that to me, that melted my like angry defensiveness. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely lead with that is what I guess my point.
0: And I was going to say Eric or Chris, whichever one you use more close to the computer i do want to flip those i think we you lead with i can
2: do that um
0: uh, for the show notes yeah so you lead with hey i know you love me you're my wife you're my friend you're my brother you're my whatever you know i know you love me and i know you would never want to hurt me however Mm -hmm. when you said or did this it really took away and then you got to come quick with however (laughs) because I know that you don't intend to hurt me. Mm -hmm. Help me understand Mm -hmm. why you said that or why you did that or why you didn't do that or why you didn't say that.
2: You know, what's so interesting is, is we've talked before about how when you're the offender, like your, your intention doesn't really matter. Like in the long term, right? Like, or in the big picture, like you are right. You're, you've hurt. Your loved one if i tripped and fell and stabbed you with a knife right
0: it doesn't matter that i didn't mean to stab you with a knife you've got
2: a knife stuck in your heart exactly but now from the opposite point of view the the offended is now giving that person a chance to Mm -hmm. have their intention heard this is a huge magnanimous way to go about this like this is really cool the
1: offended person walks up to the offender Hands them the, the knife with the hilt. The the person might not have even known that they stabbed the person yeah. in, with the knife. But they walk up with the hilt towards the person and said, hey, look, here, you stabbed your, me with other this hand knife. Is the knife. your knife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's your knife back. I know you didn't mean to do it. Uh, whatever. I you know, know
0: you love me. Yeah, I know you love me. Can you explain why this was in my guts? But do you understand, even as we go through this, and again, I've been working on this for about a week. It hit me. And so, you know, just like we flip-flopped one of the things, but does love not beget more love? Well, is that a fair statement? Yeah. yeah. yeah I would think. certainly the trend. I mean, <laughs> you would like to think so. And so, this is a very loving way because imagine, okay, let's just, let's be real here. All four of us, mm-hmm. if we hurt our spouse in some way, don't we feel bad? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel bad. Yeah. Okay. So, now guess what? We feel bad. So wouldn't it be great if our spouse loved us in that moment and said, look, I know you didn't mean to hurt me. Mm-hmm. Right. And you go, okay. All right, good.
3: Well, and, and that's from, from a high need of, of acceptance. Oh, that's for you. But that's, for me, that's like, okay. So overall, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to work on this thing. Bottom line is we're still <laughs> good. We're right? still okay. No, it's huge. It's
0: huge. Right. It's loving the person who hurt you. And now, again, if this person meant to, yeah, that's another whole topic. Right, You've got bigger yeah. problems. Right. But I think so many of the problems we face are not intentional.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And we've mentioned physical things a couple of times. So I, I feel like the need to point out if we're not talking about extreme circumstances, we're not talking about like physical abusers and things like like it's not that's not what we're referring to.
0: Well, that's just silly talk.
2: Yeah. But it's a valid thing to point out. Right, right. Well, I don't want people who are legitimate victims of a certain situation to be like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to go to that person and try to understand why they hit me or something. You know what I mean? Well,
3: and the thing, like, I was just thinking, like, you know, and we mentioned this kind of earlier, like, people just sweep it under the rug, you know, but, like, it's – but it's also, like, people waiting for the offender – to apologize right oh gosh like, you'll yeah you, know, you I'll give slam them. a door or two and wait or until somebody cold, says yeah, "Is cold, arms across you're tapping right. your foot i and think the other person- i think that's probably more than yeah. half of people that's the way they they operate like until they apologize to me i'm not saying another word to them you mm-hmm. know that kind of thing
0: somebody said to me the other day they had a thanksgiving dust up with their husband about the turkey in the morning and she said you know i think he finally understood because i went upstairs and i didn't talk to him for two hours <laughs> <laughs> and I was just sitting there going, so much wasted time. Right. But so step one, remind them of who they are. Tell them, that, you know, I know that you love me. I know you don't want to hurt me. Clearly express the hurt and then ask them to help you understand why they did what they did, why they didn't do. And then one more time, remind them that you value the relationship. Hey, look, you matter. This relationship really matters to me. And I don't want a misunderstanding to get in the way of that. You, I mean, it, you have set this up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you have no, I don't think you have any better shot at getting to a resolution than once you've done those four steps.
2: And when you when you approach the offender with those things, like it seems like like you were saying no better shot and for for them, for the offender to be like, OK, I, I feel loved and I have hurt you and you're you're like no better shot at getting the apology that maybe you feel that you need yeah. getting the understanding that you feel that you need and is lacking you know like you're drawing <laughs> it out from them
1: it, it's almost it's almost unfair to the offender because they if the offender acts <laughs> with <laughs> indifference if the offender acts with 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 anger back like Wow, you yeah. are a giant jerk. <laughs> like
0: this is <laughs> I'm all about that. But
1: yeah. Let's yeah. Expose and,
0: but if, if you're in that situation, yeah. this now is su- you
1: know you're in a problem. This is yeah. such a Christ gospel centered kind of response to solve a problem because it is kind, it is gentle, it is, you know, it, like the the Bible talks about forgiving 70 time yeah. seven, you know. And it's kind
2: of like the turn the other cheek a bit. This is very much yeah. turn the,
1: oh, you punched me in the face. Here's my, here's my coat. Yeah. You know, um, mixed <laughs> metaphors.
2: <laughs> what was that?
1: You <laughs>
0: punch me in the cheek, I'll walk a mile. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right. Those oh, are two man. different things, but oh. I want to <sighs> do all kinds of misquoting. Misquotes. Yeah, You're the glue behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> but Keep- this, this is
1: such a, a beautiful way to go about. You know, ha- having people join you. Give a man
0: a fish, pick up your cross and follow <laughs> me. <laughs> That's so good. So, yeah, I would agree that this does a lot of things. And I mean, I don't want to be smarmy, but like, hey, I've done what I could. Mm-hmm. You know, if you, if, and think about it, nobody here mm-hmm. has ever expressed a hurt this way. No, no, nope. no. So clearly, We've never received this. No. I've written some really long letters that have worked. <laughs> I'm sure these points were in there at some point. Oh, I was thinking about a couple of years ago. Yeah, th- yeah. It doesn't matter. You're right. you're, yeah. So it sets the it sets the tone for the goal, and that is the relationship. This is the goal, is that our relationship is restored. It is not assigning blame. It's avoiding um, defensiveness mm-hmm. and giving the other person every opportunity to understand the pain they have caused, rather than defending their actions. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, you're almost forgiving them before they forgive you. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, you're not. But, but it's but like down that road. Yeah. yeah, like you're you're ahead of the game. Well, oh, sure. It's,
0: it's it's. I love that you brought up your need for acceptance and those who have a high need yeah. of acceptance, because you're stripping that away and saying, "Look, we're good. This isn't good."
3: Right. And if I you value come in hot so much. Yeah, right, right. Because if you come in hot, then like a person like me, uh, 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 then there's more that there's more than this that is wrong. But let's apply
0: this <clears throat> differently. Let's assume, hypothetically, Brian has a high need for respect. What? With not a high need of acceptance, maybe. But let's focus on the respect. Yeah. So if Lex comes up to you and says, Man, Brian. You know, you're my husband and you're the man of my life. Oh, man, this is next level. And I think you are just the, the you mean the world to me. But the other day when this happened, it really hurt me this way. Mm-hmm. But I value our relationship so much and respect you so much as my husband. Mm-hmm. I just need to hear from you why you did what you did. Mm-hmm. So not for acceptance. No, but for dude, respect. that's like
2: another level. That's another level. Bro, and Brian, you hear that. I could just envision oh, you're, uh, A, you're gonna, you're gonna apologize and fix what that was, and then you're gonna go and like fix everything around the house. And <laughs> like, right. I don't know, for me, yeah. that energizes me. I can imagine it, that doing that to you. And
0: for you, I'm sorry, you have a very high need for respect yeah, as well. And I don't similar. want to disrespect you by not including you. Yeah, either.
2: that's right. I have just as much respect and need as a, uh, as Brian does. That's right. Yeah.
0: Well, honestly, the other night,
1: um, we were talking and Lex and I were talking and, you know, like, again, with everything that's going on in my personal life with work, Uh, or professional life with work, you know, there were some things that we were talking about. (laughs) Business is always personal. Business Business is always personal. It's a personal thing, Ryan. (laughs) But when she's, like, (laughs) there was a little bit of tension, but then when she, when she said to me, but you know what? I've been going to God and asking for his heart, for his heart, for you to tell, to tell me his heart for you, to I'm show me heart.
0: keeping Christ at the center of the relationship. Go yeah. On. yeah I,
1: I, I've been going to, to ask God's heart for you, which has ha- allowed me to give the grace that I probably wouldn't have been able to give, you know, if I wasn't doing that because of the other things that are going on. Like it was one of those moments mm. where I was like, like, The respect that you see me, you know, you see the other things that are going, that we're good. It doesn't mean that we don't have to work some things out here with this, but at least you see me as an entire being Mm -hmm. and you've expressed that to me, Mm -hmm. you know, it just, it changed the entire dynamic of Mm -hmm. that particular conversation, Mm -hmm. you know, just give me chills. That's a good thing. It is a good thing. It is. (laughs) It's not my diarrhea, stomach (laughs) (laughs) bug,
0: which I had today. These these
1: are good (laughs) chills. I mean, it is cold
3: in the studio. It's a
1: little
0: nippy. Um, but I think it also we could apply it to other emotional needs as well. Because if you have a high need for support. The offender, the offender has a high need for support, well, hey, you're coming alongside them and you're supporting them that. They have a high need of appreciation. Hey, you're a good person. You know, belonging. You're a good dad. You're a good son. You're a good wife. Whatever. I know. I've been thinking of examples in my head. Like, it's, yeah. Right. And even affection. If they have a high need for affection, you're coming in saying, I love you so I, much. I love you so much. <laughs> I value you so much. Why did you make a funny face? Ah, uh, no. Nope. Okay. So now at this point... It all depends on what they say.
2: Mm. If
0: you've done this well, and they are in the game, and they go, wow, um, I mean, whatever. If they say, well, I was having a bad day, I was short, I was tired, I was hungry, I was, you know, I just gotten on the phone, or I didn't know what was going on with you. I didn't know this. I didn't know that you'd already had all this happen. You know, because very often that happens to us, where you get held accountable for something that you didn't know.
4: Mm -hmm. You mm-hmm.
3: know, yeah.
0: I've had such a bad day, and then you said this, and it hurt my feelings. Right. Well, I, you didn't hadn't said
3: you were having yeah. bad your, so, cup, your cup's already full. No way to know. Right. And yeah, so, if I'm not you just say to reader.
0: me, hey, when you said that, that made me mad, mm-hmm. you know, and I go, well, that made you mad? Right. But, but their cup's already full, I should say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if, you know, you say, oh, you'd already had a bad day. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. You know, I didn't know that you'd had a bad... So... It just gives you so if they try to say to you why they said what they said, the offender, why they said what they said, or why they did what they did, whatever it is they did that hurt you, you're giving them, you know, the benefit of the doubt. You know, you have to say, okay, this is true. You know, it's yeah, you've got to try to understand why. They said what they said and did what they did and give them the benefit of the doubt that they're being honest. Because if you think, well, they're just making it up now, mm-hmm. well, you're screwed again. Right. Right. Um and you've got to remember it isn't a it isn't inherently about you in that like they're having their own day. They're having their own issue. It wasn't like they woke up and said, You know what? I'm gonna really bother Chris today. <laughs> the effect is it did bother you, but that wasn't their motivation. Yeah. Right. Now, if once again, if it was, yeah. you're a psychopath. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or the relationship's a good bit more broken. (laughs) And what I love is, so, you know, you you say to them, help me understand. They give you their explanation. Here's why I said what I did. Here's why I, or what I did, what I did. And you go, yeah, hmm. Yeah, I guess you would be kind of short after a day like that. Or, yeah, that makes sense that you said that. You're setting them up to then understand you're hurt.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: If you understand why they said what they said or did what they did, You've initiated the understanding game. Now you're the first one to even say it. Oh wow, man! I can I can see that you that you know you didn't think of my needs. I can think that you didn't think of my need for security in that moment. Is that true? No, I wasn't even you know to be honest. I wasn't even thinking about you. I just said it.
2: Mm-hmm. What if their response is that's right, and they walk away, or they're <laughs> smug, or not walk away because that ends. Well, the, up, the but- question
0: is, help me understand. Right. No. help me understand why you said what you said, Chris. And you go,
2: that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. I, I'm getting my perspectives reversed, I think. Okay. We can right. role play
0: it out, Chris. You're a great friend and a value of our relationship. But when you showed up uh, uh, drunk again to church on Sunday... I really took away my need for respect and security. Help me understand why did you do that? Because I value our relationship so very much, and uh, I want to see it continue, and don't want to let it get in uh, a misunderstanding get in the way. Help me understand why did you show up drunk?
2: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs>
0: Well, that's it for episode two. I need to see across the screen. Fail. (laughs) But I mean, so again, it it isn't going to work perfectly, but it's the best shot at it. And it begins the seeking the understanding so that they're more likely because by the time I'm done saying all that and you go, well, I, I actually had a bunch of cough medicine. And I didn't know it, but it had codeine in it. And I'm a pansy when it comes to drinking. And so I I guess it appeared like I was drunk, but I really wasn't. I was just topped up on cough medicine. And I go, oh, wow, that's terrible. And then you're thinking of me and going, wow, that had to be so embarrassing for you. See, now now we're moving along. We're down that road. Mm -hmm. By the way, this has never happened with Chris as far as I know. Nope. Sidebar. Those of you here at the table and many of you who are sitting at the table with us know who Uncle Rick is. Yeah. That actually did happen to him as a school teacher in the, I think, 80s.
2: No kidding. Was
0: uh, sipping on cough medicine throughout an entire break in the teacher's room, got up and was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) That was back in the good old days when cough medicine was cough medicine.
2: (laughs) It had a lot in it. It had a
0: lot more in it. So- I was going to give some examples, but I think we've given a bunch of them so far. Do you want me to go through these two?
2: I think uh, laying it out is a good idea. Sure.
0: So um, somebody who I've been in ministry with for a long time, we'll just say it, was hurt by my words. This is shocking <laughs> that my mouth would get me into trouble. What? I know. But the br- the reality of it is I didn't know the situation. I didn't know anything about the background. And I gave, I could defend a thousand times over mm-hmm. why I said mm-hmm. what I w- was said, uh, why I said what I said. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, the person didn't give me the benefit of the doubt. They didn't go, maybe Jay doesn't know what all happened mm-hmm. so far. Right. They right. were just hurt. They were just hurt. And they yeah. they proudly came to me because they prayed about it. Sure. So they prayed about it and felt they had to share it with me. Yeah. And okay. said, it really hurt my feelings when you said this. And of course, I did. I was like, oh, my bad. You know, I I can totally see now knowing, and that's part of what triggered this in me. Mm. Now that I know everything you, the offended, Mm -hmm. were going through that day, well, that makes perfect sense to me. Right. Yeah, I can see how that would offend you. Now, (laughs) they didn't care. Right. Right. That I didn't know what they had been through. They didn't know that they asked me in a really inappropriate time, and that's why I just gave a quick answer, which hurt their feelings. Mm. So when I got off the phone with them, I was like, hey, um, how about you maybe give me the benefit of the doubt? Mm. You know, you're just going to come in here, barge the door open mm-hmm. and tell me that I hurt your feelings when I didn't even know what you right. were going through in right. this moment. So whereas I did my job in seeking to understand them,
4: mm-hmm.
0: they didn't care. Mm -hmm. What I had gone through. So, guess what? I got a little bitter. Mm
4: -hmm. Got a
0: little angry. Mm. May or may not have dropped an F-bomb to somebody else in the process, (laughs) both literal or figurative. And so, there I am. Now, I'm hurt. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Now, I've got to make the decision. Do I go to that person and say, so? (laughs) It's almost like doubling down on. But if that person would have come to me and said, hey, listen. Right all the steps we've talked about. You matter to me. We've been in ministry a long time. Let me give
1: you the opportunity to stand in my shoes for a second so that you can see why I was hurt by this. Like, I mean, that's really what we're doing. Let me give you the opportunity to stand in my shoes so you can see why why I'm hurt. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about... I want to stand in your shoes to understand why you said what you said. That's what I'm saying. They didn't give you the opportunity to stand in their
0: shoes. They could have said to me... They just kicked you with their shoes." Were you aware of the day that I'd had? And I would go, no. Right. And then they would say, did, did you understand the impact it had? I'm like, oh, my gosh, yeah. no. Then they may not even say, oh, then that bothered me. Yeah. At that point, they might go, oh, you know what? Jay's a good guy. He's never intentionally hurt my yep. feelings before. Anyhow, right. now I
2: understand why he said what he said. Was that their assumption that you had intentionally done it? I don't think they went that far. Okay. They just sounded no, like they I were. No, I just they said were, something quick. They yeah. just wanted to be. I said
4: something
0: quick because it was an awkward moment. It was a throwaway line. I didn't know that there was all this behind what their situation was.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: But I was being held accountable as if you had said to me, I've gone through A, B, C, D. And I went, meh. It sounds like they were more interested in staying in their grievance.
1: Clearing the air was the point. Yeah. Or maybe they were trying to clear the air, but they're certainly not doing it like in a way that's constructive. Well, I mean,
2: it, was, it was
0: very selfish. Yeah. I'd hurt them, th- I ne- and I needed to know about it. And, and i'm glad i do know about it right yeah but if they would come to me and said hey listen mm-hmm. and you this probably didn't occur to you but this hurt my feelings when you said this help me understand why
2: you did mm-hmm. yeah and it's not that okay so you said something that upset them do they have a right to be angry sure, sure. you have a right to feel however you want but i think the real question is do they cr- crazy as it can be <laughs> well, I'm just saying like they, they could just storm off and maybe they did I don't know the situation but storm off and be angry for a week at you or whatever that's their right but did that or would that solve anything or be helpful no, to, it, even it, it, to how they feel it, unless their desire their absolute desires I want to steam in anger well, and it wasn't that at it, all like,
1: for these people, it doesn't. <clears throat> but man, like, what an age we live in with the microaggressions and right. But you, you that's know, not what we're talking. No, no, about. I know it's not what right. we're talking about. But like, man, like, you just are looking to be offended,
3: right? Sure, sure, yeah. But I think like, because at the beginning, and since it's ministry related, you know, if they prayed and they felt they felt loved or felt led to to bring it up, then they should already be like kind of seeking some kind of understanding. From the get go. If that if that was your motivation, you know what I mean? Like it's you know. better than avoidance. Yeah. And they're valuing
0: the relationship enough right. to talk to me about it. Right. But it's uh, not a high level of conflict resolution right. to just come and not have any introspection. They didn't ask themselves. I wonder why Jay said this.
3: Right. Exactly. But like,
0: he seems like a loving guy. I know. I know him to be a loving guy. Right. Like I could be if I am, I was offended that you think I knew all that. Mm-hmm. And still threw this line out there, right? Right? Like, yeah. you would think I would actually do that. You know, they didn't go through any of that. It was just, oh, I value the relationship, so I have to tell him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all. Right. It's better than swallowing it, right? It's better than just walking away and deciding, you know, I'm just not going to talk to Jay anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah, but it's still only like it. It, it only exasperate. I mean, they might have felt better minusculely in telling you. But the overall impact of how you felt and how probably they continued to feel?
0: No, because I apologized greatly.
2: <laughs> right. Oh, so you, you felt cleaned in the situation. Oh, sure. Yeah, I yeah, said, Boy, you I know what you're
0: absolutely right. Given everything you just but told it's me still, it's it, right that you said that that you were hurt. I can see how your need for respect and comfort was taken from you. And I really wish I hadn't said that. Right. I'm sorry that I did. But you still felt hurt by it. Oh, no. I? Yeah. Oh, no. I was real pissed off.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, the cumulative effect. <laughs> oh, I'm not effect, talking to them ever again. Yeah. So, no, the, cumulative effect, <laughs> the cumulative effect of them, you know, only halfway going down this path of this conversation that should have happened was was negative. Like, even if they might have felt. I'm, my point is they might have felt better for a minute in that, okay, well, I got to tell Jay. But they—that's—that's that's where it ended, and they ended up hurting you, and probably not really resolving it for them. Right? Because no, well, see,
3: I keep disagreeing with you. No, oh, I'm also, sorry. No, I'm just b- b- because they weren't prepared.
0: Like yes, yeah.
2: right. But that's my why, point is, right. they
3: walked away feeling great mm.
2: because oh, okay. I I
0: understood yeah. how I hurt them and communicated that to.
2: Them. Oh, I see what you're saying. They okay. feel great. Right. I don't. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. They feel resolved. Okay. Because Jay
3: knows how to. A proper apology which we seek understanding not forgiveness
2: yeah
0: so i want to this is i like that what you just sort of said and what you said eric and brian the whole you know i prayed i felt led i valued the relationship and i had to share this with you this sounds so Mm christianese and i i feel like this is what's the problem with so many people in churches that then cloak it in that, oh God just wants us to reconcile, so I have to tell you what a terrible person you are and how you've hurt me so right. bad. there's no love there like no, that's not a lo-
1: like there's like the Bible talks about there's you know imperfect love, there's no judgment, In perfect love there's no fear
0: while we were still sinners, right Christ died for us in this situation, right. grace is okay there. you're saying you prayed, do you really have God's heart for me? You prayed and felt led to dump on me right no, to express a hurt to me, right, but you didn't pray and ask. God, what's going on with him?
1: Right. No, it's it's uh, it's yeah. a it's a it's a one way, yep. It's a it's a I'm gonna look in the mirror and see everything that I am looking at. I'm not seeing Jay. I'm just doing this for me to get this off of my consciousness. Hey, God
0: and I were talking. Yeah. And we decided yeah, I had to come talk you're a to you. Jerk. God and I are over here. Mm-hmm. And we had to come and have a conversation with you. Right. Yeah. Again, it's not. That oh, conscience. man.
3: Oh, that feels so icky. But isn't it that way? Well, I'm I I yeah. about yeah, it. It sounds like, like a When familiar you, said, when line. you, when you yeah. said God and I were over here and we're coming up and it's like, we're gunning for you, buddy. Whoa.
0: Right. It's a very visual way oh. that I think correctly identifies how we very often feel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And it's so prevalent in church. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh I mean and when we cloak G- feel- gossip
1: you the the you cloak everything in gossip like the you cloak gossip in let's pray for this person well, that's another one that's thing. a whole different thing I'm sorry <laughs> but <laughs> sorry here's, Chris, here's- I'm sorry no
2: I was just gonna say when we feel hurt, I think there is like a knee jerk reaction I don't know if it's nature versus you know nurture whether we learn it or it's just ingrained in us that we feel that idea of okay we we're the ones that have been hurt and now. I have a right to, mm. I, I have a right to be right. But no, I'm in the right because I was hurt, and that's the end of the. You know, that's it. You're wrong. I'm right. That's where it ends.
0: And God's on my side.
2: And I guess God's so, not in the middle of us yeah.
0: anymore. Oh man, dude. Ugh. And we <laughs> found the icky, didn't we? Yeah. That just that just
3: really that bothers me. It bothers, it bothers me. you because it's so accurate. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm serious. No, it's, it's absolute. Well, I even had the thought of today, like, you know, I got annoyed by somebody, you know, and they didn't do anything, but I was annoyed by them. And I was like, but God really loves, like, God really loves that person. <laughs> really, really love. and like, why am I getting annoyed at this person that didn't really do anything to impact me? And, and I just saw them through a different set of eyes, you know. Because that's having God in between the two of you. Right. Yeah. Now here's another example
0: and the last example we'll use. And here's one. It's a little bit creative, but it was the second one I thought of. We may or may not have talked about that Bella had a roommate situation earlier this year that got pretty ugly, pretty weird and really hurtful to Bella. And it would have been, um, it was, it was not somebody I was going to seek understanding from. Like I wasn't going to call her roommate. Mm. I wasn't going to call her roommate's right. mother, you know, but it was mm. a sort of catastrophic situation. Catastrophic's too strong. Yeah. Very awkward and hurtful for Bella's situation. Mm-hmm. But in my own, not to Bella, but in my own mind, I went, no, wait a minute. Is she in a room with a maniacal sociopath narcissist who sought out to make be- Bella's life miserable? Mm-hmm. You no. Know, is there another way I can look at this? Mm. God, is there maybe some other way that she ended up doing what she did that wasn't against Bella, but was just a misunderstood reaction in her own world? And her mother stepping in for their college freshman daughter in a weird way. Well, could the mother have been acting on behalf of her daughter, not knowing the entire situation? You know, I sought to understand the situation and understand them without even talking to them. Sure. Um. And I realized, eh, at least there's a 50-50 chance Mm. they weren't (laughs) horrific, hateful people. And it helped me not be bitter. It helped me not be angry. And it helped me Mm. love Bella more Mm. through this process. Because if I pile on about these evil, terrible people, yes, Bella will feel defended. But it's also going to take her up another level.
3: Yeah. Mm. And it
0: helped me focus on Bella And ignore them, you know, because it's none of my problem at this point because they're gone and it's out of the picture. And it was just a nice way of, like, getting through it and focusing on what really mattered, which Mm, was Bella. Right. So, uh, again, could this go bad? Yes. Will we be good at it right away? No. Will people be really, like, it's sort of like when I talk about apologizing to people. Like, I have apologized to people in almost an abusive manner. <laughs> like, I've apologized so much to like, oh, it's okay, yeah. man. I'm, you're good. I don't want to, this is sort of the same way, but mm-hmm. it's, in both cases, if you're being honest, it's altruistic. It's an incredibly, incredibly
1: loving and graceful way to, to come to some kind of a, an understanding.
0: Right. And to stabilizing, which is fun. Destabilizing Yeah they're not looking for this <laughs> Next time you express that you got hurt by somebody You drop this on them They're gonna be like I do know what kind of games you're playing <laughs>
4: Wait
0: a second So okay one of the problems is it. it, it maybe it just doesn't work yeah. Okay guess what The other way wasn't gonna work either
4: Yeah
0: <laughs> If you come in hot You're a jerk I mean again I had a 92 year old lady Tell me she tells her 94 year old husband You're a jerk Guess what It didn't resolve the problem Right if you don't understand what they said or did, you know, you're like, they, they tell you why they said what they said or why they did yeah. what they did. And you're like,
2: yeah, that makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that could happen. Yeah.
0: And you're right. like, okay, um, well, you, you still wouldn't have understood otherwise. Right. You've at least gotten that out of the way. And now you can say, well, all right. Um Okay, here we are Right, Um, And this is how it made me feel It's it's a half
2: step forward Uh, uh, Yeah,
0: I let you explain I gave you the benefit of the doubt And you were like I was having a bad day And I just said that And I didn't care how you felt Okay
2: Well Well, Right
0: (laughs) That's where we are You're not getting more Right By coming at them hot Or just saying Hey, that bothered me That hurt my feelings And The other problem is You're going to feel like You're the only one trying Yeah That's tough That is That's tough and here's the reality of that. You probably are. Yep. You're the only one, at least, who is gifted
2: enough. How often do you feel that way, Jay, when you're, you know, <laughs> like you're the one who's we'll wake up until I go to sleep. Like you're yeah, because your brain is constantly <laughs> working in these in these ways. So you've got to feel that way a bunch.
0: Um, I would say not as much anymore in that for a while with Rachel and I, because again, I'm better at this. I I think about this a lot, all the the time in a lot of ways, and she does not. But even before that, Mm -hmm. I am much more inclined to express a hurt or to apologize, and Rachel is much less inclined to do either. Mm -hmm. So, there was a time when I would resent that, and I would, and Mm -hmm. then there were times where I was almost manipulative in that. And, and and arguing both sides, you know, arguing her side, because she's not going to talk, and
2: <laughs> back and forth. And well, you said this and meant this, but I said this. And
0: I'm seeking understanding for the both of us. <laughs> but <laughs> I have come a long way, at least with Rachel, and I understand the best time, the best way. Yeah. And- you know, so uh, with anybody else, sure. I mean, yeah. sure. But with her, we've come a long way, and we we understand each other, and and she's gotten a whole lot better, and I've gotten a lot more gracious and less arrogant in how I do it. Well, I think too for us, um, you know,
1: over the past several years, like this, this has gotten into our groups more and more and more. You mm-hmm. know, like, and so the more people, more people around us mm-hmm. now are more aware of. You know, th- th- at
0: least on the periphery of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, even like you've mentioned, like our kids, you know, yeah. and poor, poor Ben, when he was, you know, like he's expecting his first relationship for everyone to be perfectly, right. you know, emotional responding and you're like, they've never heard anything about this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, yeah, if, if you're the only one doing it, yeah, it's probably going to be that way. So expect that going in, yeah. you know, but you're still, again, the brilliance of it is you're giving it the best shot. Yeah. No other way of approaching it is going to be a better way than this. Yeah. And it took me fifteen years to come up with it. Mm.
2: It's beautiful. I hope we do more. Uh, I don't know more more ideas along these lines. And give me uh, another
0: fifteen years, bro. All right,
2: <laughs> you got all the time. That's you all it need. takes. And uh, who knows that that might be episode one thousand twenty three. But this is the end of episode two hundred twenty three. Please make sure to give us a like or follow on social media. Visit us at lunchtimeinrome.com and while there, take our relational needs questionnaire. Thanks for joining us at the table for lunchtime in Rome.
1: See you next week. Goodbye.
2: Bye. Chris and Amy, uh, do I know you and we're like, well not formally, but I was like, we're big fans. And I was like, dog. Now it's dog. I don't know why, but it tastes <laughs> uh, like dog.
0: <laughs> and the worst part is the spitting out the thistle afterwards You know,
1: little stems you're like a <laughs> punch me in the face, here's my, here's my coat. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: punch me in the cheek, I'll walk a mile. Just give me chills. Oh, I'm the not effects. talking to them
4: ever again. I do what kind of games you're playing here. <laughs> <while. laughs> Wait a second.